Welcome to Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. My name is John Bartlett, and I'm your host. Ivy Higa has a Yorkie named Brooklyn, who's also referred to as Mr. Aloha. The first is because that's the borough of New York City where Brooklyn was born, and the latter because Hawaii is the state where Ivy grew up and was raised. While Yorkies are small dogs, Brooklyn has given her tons of confidence, support, and bravery. He's also made her more empathetic towards others and taught her about real unconditional love. He has inspired her to create a canine fashion label entitled Bespoke Paws. Hi, Ivy, and welcome to Dog Save the People. Hi, John. I'm so nerding out because I'm such a huge fan of yours. Um, I'm so honored to meet you and to be here. You're so nice. So I want to talk about Brooklyn, Mr. Aloha. How did you meet Brooklyn, and where does his name come from? So I'm originally from Hawaii. Okay. Where in Hawaii? Oh, the Big Island. Okay. Kailua Kona. Uh-huh. And I went to school at the University of Hawaii in Honolulu. And growing up in Hawaii, I actually had a dog with my ex-boyfriend, and we had found him through a responsible breeder that we met on Craigslist, and it was a wonderful experience. She was very um, great at interviewing us. Mm -hmm. We went through the whole process. She was, you know, she was very good about making sure that we were the right fit for her puppy. That's good to hear. And so when I moved to New York, I went through this experience of going through a really terrible breakup. And so with that experience of finding the dog in Hawaii, who is now 18 years old with my parents. Wow. She's still alive. What's her name? Her name is Maya. What kind of dog is she? She's a Tibetan Spaniel. Oh, beautiful. And so I had thought, okay, well, if I wanted to look for a dog, I'm going to look on Craigslist and I'll find a responsible breeder. That was not the case. So I went to the location and I realized this wasn't a breeder. And it was actually a pet store. And at this time, I was completely unfamiliar with puppy mills. I didn't know about this. Now I'm very educated. And listening to Mrs. Sizzle's yes. podcast, we and had the a very sisters. yes, I had a very similar experience. Like I had no idea about what puppy mills were, what this whole thing was. So, anyways, going back to the pet store, there was this really cute, fluffy puppy, and I was just so depressed. I really needed some companionship at this point because I went through a really bad breakup. And this puppy just kept coming towards me and coming towards me and just licking my hand. And so I asked, can I play with him? So they took this puppy out and lo and behold, he ran away from me. (laughs) So I'm thinking, oh my God, this is the story of my life. (laughs) They always come and kiss me at first and then they run away, just like the men that I date. (laughs) And so I'm just like, oh, great. And also he was way beyond my budget. I mean, what they advertised on Craigslist was not synonymous with what was at the pet store. Yeah, Was this here in, in New York? This was in Brooklyn. Okay. So then they said, well, within your budget, we have this other dog or we have this other puppy. So from the back, they take out this scrawny <laughs> rat looking puppy, <laughs> which I'm sure no one probably wanted. Uh-huh. I was kind of like, oh my God, a little apprehensive right. myself. And he wouldn't leave my lap. He came out, constantly pawed at my hand, fell asleep on my lap. And I'm like, this is the one. I I can't not take him home with me. And just to give you a little visual, he looked like a little rat with hair that looked like pin cushions, like pins in a pin cushion. Uh He smelled terrible. (laughs) And I also felt like, okay, if I don't take this puppy with me, they're not going to take care of him. Like something bad's going to happen. 
So I was like, oh, I got this ugly duckling, but he's so sweet. The night that I took him home after bathing him, I washed the dishes. He came and crawled to my feet and fell asleep on top of my feet. And it was love at first sight yeah. after that. My heart was just completely his. And if you look at his photos now on Instagram, Yorkie. Oh my God. He is so gorgeous. He knows he's gorgeous and he's such a heart stealer. So you named him Brooklyn. Oh yes, sorry. No, so no I worries. named him Brooklyn because he's from Brooklyn and he is the king. Yes. Because <laughs> Brooklyn used to be called Kings. Yes. And Mr. Aloha because he is such a Casanova. He loves everyone. Every time we go walking on the sidewalk, he has to say hi to everyone. He kisses all the puppies and the dogs while we're at the dog run. I mean, he's just everything that encompasses love. I love that. You'd actually mentioned that somebody stopped you in Madison Square Park yes. and said your dog is the nicest guy I've ever met. Yes. It's so funny, too, because I feel like all dogs are just lovely, you know, like truly. Yeah. And I remember this woman stopping me and saying, your dog is the nicest dog. I was like, oh, well, thank you. She's like, no. Most dogs are nice, but not like your dog. He is so nice. He kissed every single dog at the dog park. This is what she's told me. And he has to come and sit on everyone's lap mm. in the dog park. And Madison Square mm. Park, you know, is a very crowded dog Yes. Land. So imagine all of the laps Brooklyn pounced on and all the dogs he had to kiss. I love it. <laughs> I love that dog park. Before I had a dog, I used to walk by there because I lived in that neighborhood. And I would just stop and stare and watch. And so what has he taught you? So it's so interesting. I remember going to that ex's house or apartment after we had broken up and mm -hmm. I had brought Brooklyn with mm -hmm. me, kind of not realizing what my worth is and just really having very low self-esteem. This guy was very abusive. He said a lot of terrible things to me. And I remember that night we got into an argument and he just began punching the walls. And before I kind of pacified his behavior because... I felt like by tolerating his bad behavior, it made me feel like I could show him that I cared and loved him. I understand. And when I realized he's doing this behavior in front of now Brooklyn, who's a puppy, I would not tolerate that. And it's so interesting. So it made me reflect, how can I allow this person to talk to me this way when I won't even let him talk to my dog this way? So Brooklyn really taught me, one... His pure love, like what love truly is, unconditional, so happy, and so innocent and sweet, so pure. And then also, he's also taught me the way that the guy treated me was, that's not what love is. And learning my self-worth, my self-esteem, how to value myself, because I love Brooklyn so much. I sound crazy. No, not at all. <laughs> Are you kidding? But I am so in love with my dog. Like, he's my child. He's my best friend. I adore him. I would never let anything happen to him. And it's so crazy because I've had him now for five years. We've been together for five years. Yeah. He's going on six years. And I still get excited every day to go home and see him after work. It's so hard to leave him in the morning when I have to leave him for work. And he's really taught me this true connection and bond and love and self-worth and love for myself. Because... How I see Brooklyn like, is kind of like uh, the way that we should view ourselves, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's a microcosm. I agree with you. Yeah. And you had also mentioned that Brooklyn has upped your kind of sociability like 
10 times. Oh, yeah. That you are, because you are very gregarious and seem very social. So I think I'm pretty social, but it's so crazy. I would always think that these moms that would get together and have these puppy play dates were crazy. And Uh I am so one of those people now, and I probably will organize some of them in the future. Perfect. I love That's great. (laughs) So we have that, and I go to the dog park all the time. I have birthday parties, and then I have a group of friends that come for him. His birthday party, not mine. Sure, of course. So yeah, I mean, just the social network. I mean, starting this project, this passion project of creating Bespoke Paws, this would have never happened without Brooklyn. So Brooklyn, Mr. Aloha, is a Yorkie. Yes. What are, what are Yorkies like? I didn't really know anything about Yorkies. You know, contacting that quote-unquote breeder, uh, I went there looking for a Shih Tzu. I knew nothing about Yorkies. I just knew that they were kind of mean, really yappy. Yeah. Overly excited, a little aggressive, like kind of annoying yappy dogs. And he is the complete antithesis of all of that. He is super friendly, never barks. I think the only time he ever barks is when the delivery man buzzes our door or when I ask him, are you hungry? And then he'll give me a little bark. Mm -hmm. And that's probably the only thing. And he's just always happy always wagging his tail, smiling. I mean, his Instagram page says it all. He's just such a happy guy. What a gift. Completely. That's amazing. And in today's world where things are so inflamed, how do you mm. think that he, how do you think that he's impacted your empathy towards other people? You know, that's a great question because I was just thinking about that today. I feel like we live in such a culture right now of overconsumption and instant gratification and we look for our identity based on how much we can get or how much we can have and it's so unfortunate because i feel like we're getting into this social culture of not realizing what our worth is and being unkind to others and lack of patience especially in manhattan and new york city culture you know things are moving so quickly brooklyn has really taught me to slow down Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that he has to stop every time I walk him and say hi to the yes. person that's walking by, that takes a lot of patience yes. for me because I'm always on the, on the go. And I think because we live in this overconsumption culture, we kind of lose ourselves. You know, as humans, we're so afraid of human connection that we're always on this protective mode. I don't want to get hurt. I'm afraid. This fear anxiousness and when I really reflected on the ways Brooklyn's being is he's just himself he just is yeah you know he just is and without fear without any hesitation and so you work in fashion how has that inspired this new company so Bespoke Paws is inspired by my CEO my cute executive officer Brooklyn Uh Um, and it is private label items that I design accessories for pets, as well as curated goods of high level or high standard quality pet goods. And 3% of the sales are going towards benefiting a rescue or an animal shelter. I feel like the way that the fashion industry is going right now, there's just an overconsumption of things. And, you know, going into it, and I'm sure you can relate, it's like you have this one You have this kind of vision of what you think it's going to be like, the industry is going to be like, and it's completely different. Yes. 
And, you know, and it's great to have the experience. I feel like I've garnered the tools and the experience that I needed in order to establish my own brand and company. So I'm very grateful for that. And I've also worked with some amazing brands and designers. But I feel like my passion is greater than my craft. And the passion is to truly have every animal live their best lives. You know, I feel like there just needs to be like a balance and harmony and respect. Again. I agree with you. So the idea with your business, with this new business that is inspired yes. by Brooklyn, is the idea of higher end, higher quality, more responsibly manufactured. Exactly. Well, I think just having that social, having the charitable arm to a business is so important these days. And yours makes so much sense because Thank you. Brooklyn has inspired you. He's your, what is it? Your C? My cute executive officer. <laughs> <laughs> your CEO. And so where do we find you on Instagram? On Instagram, you can find us at Bespoke Paws or check out Brooklyn's Instagram, Yorkie. Cool. And Facebook, anything else? A website? A website, BespokePaws.com. Okay, cool. It's been such a pleasure speaking to another fashion insider. Thanks, John. And I love, because I love when people who have this creative drive are able to somehow channel that and marry that to their passion, which is, in your case, Brooklyn and pets and also just saving the animals. Us dog lovers, there's so much that our dogs can teach us. And oh, yes. it sounds like Brooklyn... Mr. Aloha has taught you so much. I can't wait to see your products. Thank you. And I hope that I get to meet Brooklyn someday. Oh, absolutely. Hearing about Ivy's story was great because she's someone who has really been open to receiving the lessons that dogs are able to teach us and has embraced that experience to grow herself as a person. I think that's one of the best things that we as dog owners or lovers can change in ourselves as a result of our dogs. And there's something so sweet about seeing these small dogs on the street with these big personalities. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. This show is a production of As It Should Be, a content studio. It's made with the support of our producer and editor, Jack Summer. Special thanks to our composer and neighbor, Daniel Lampert, for creating the music for the show. You can subscribe to Dog Save the People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please leave a review or rating. You can also follow us on social media. You can also check out the Tiny Tim Rescue Fund, my foundation, at johnbartlettny.com. Enjoy a walk with your dog and make it a great day for both of you.